0: news from KXAN News. That breaking news from overnight, a suspect connected to a murder warrant now in custody after a SWAT standoff in East Austin. Thanks for joining us. I'm Tom Miller.
1: I'm Sally Hernandez, APD confirming it served a murder warrant to a person, but it's not saying exactly yet which murder this is related to. We know officers responded to a home on Braves Ridge Drive near Cameron Road in 290 around 5 o'clock yesterday afternoon. The suspect would not come out of the home, so officers called in the SWAT team. Around 11 o'clock, they got the suspect to come out. No one was hurt
2: first
3: warning weather with meteorologist Kristen Curry.
2: Well, happy Friday to you. Here's a live look outside taking you down to Hayes County at Rock Dirt Guard Camera in Buda. Not showing us anything worrisome here. We've got a mainly clear sky up top. Temperatures look great underneath. We're at 83 in Kingsland, 80 in Cherokee, 81 in Castell. Your hill country number is pretty much in between those upper 70s and low 80s. Not too far from that here in the Austin Metro. It's 79 degrees right now in Austin, 79 in Pflugerville, same thing in Manor, 78 in Driftwood. Kyle coming in in those upper 70s as well. In our eastern counties, 80 in Smithville in the Grange. Giddings at 80 as well, 78 as we get into the Rockdale area. So pretty much upper 70s to low 80s everywhere you look. Getting back to the low 100s today. Probably not surprised to see that 105. We've been looking at temperatures hovering near 105 for the last several days. Today's heat index will be pretty close to those actual air temperatures across most of the area too. Your wildfire danger is high for most from Hill Country, Austin Metro and and Eastern Counties. Everybody underneath that yellow color, we need to be very mindful of what we're doing outside. We'll talk a little bit more about why that wildfire threat is increasing as we get into today. Coming up in your first warning forecast. But some new updates here in an exclusive interview in NBC News. The new CDC director is highlighting the emergence of what they're calling heat officers and local governments to help manage the extreme heat wave hitting many
4: parts of the United States. We're seeing for the first time where folks are um, designating someone as the, you know, in charge of responding to the heat.
2: Now this morning on the Today Show, what scientists believe is behind this unrelenting and overwhelming extreme heat that's been baking states from coast to coast, including
1: here at home.
0: Thank you, Kristen. Austin City Council took a big step toward what many say is a new affordable housing solution.
1: That's right, it's moving forward and it's allowing people to build more housing on smaller lots. KXCN's Grace Reader looking into the change and why hundreds of speakers waited hours to voice their opinions on the proposal.
4: Please vote it down. Thank you. Speaker after speaker after speaker, roughly six hours of public
0: comment. Uh,
3: public comment that I've seen in any council meeting.
4: Hundreds of Austinites showed up to Thursday's city council meeting, most of them, to speak about item 126, which starts the process to reduce lot size requirements, meaning homes can be built on smaller chunks of land and could allow up to three units to be built on a single family lot, such as townhomes, instead of just one house. Allow these middle-income earners to live in the city.
1: It's entitlements with no AFFORDABILITY REQUIREMENT. WHEN
4: COUNCIL FINALLY GOT TO THEIR AGENDA, THE COUNCIL MEMBER WHO WROTE THE RESOLUTION, LESLIE Poole, TOOK SOME TIME TO ADDRESS WHAT HER RESOLUTION DOES AND DOESN'T DO. I'LL START WITH WHAT IT DOES NOT DO. IT DOES NOT ELIMINATE SINGLE FAMILY ZONING DISTRICTS. And importantly, it does not make any changes today. What it does do, Poole says, is tell staff to start looking at the process so that in the future, owners of single family lots could choose to build more there. Both council members Mackenzie Kelly and Allison Alter voted no on that resolution. This will incentivize the demolition of existing homes to build newer, bigger, more expensive structures, but it ultimately passed.
3: I think that will go a long way toward bringing down the cost of housing uh, in Austin.
0: Grace Reader, KXAN News. Austin City Council also approved a plan to bring back retired police officers to work special events. So we're talking about ACL, the Austin Marathon, things like that. Those officers are gonna have to go through training. They're required to have retired honorably meaning they didn't leave under investigation. The goal is to help fill the gaps while APD deals with its staffing crisis. Travis County judge will soon decide whether Texas's near total abortion ban needs clarification on when exceptions are allowed.
1: The Texas law prohibits most abortions, but carves out narrow exceptions when a pregnant woman's life is at risk from complications. Doctors perform abortions outside of those parameters risk life in prison, and a fine of up to $100,000. Two physicians in court yesterday from outside the state voiced concerns about what they see as gray areas in the law for when doctors should intervene to abort a pregnancy. We also heard from the state's first witness, an ob who says the opposite, saying doctors' fear of prosecution is baseless, and the exceptions are clear.
4: They should have known they could offer intervention in that situation. They did not need to wait until the women were on the verge of dying and going to the ICU before they intervened.
1: The case is now in the hands of the judge. Now the judge could dismiss the suit or grant a temporary injunction, forcing the state to clarify types of scenarios. If that happens, the state would likely appeal. Looking in depth since Texas enacted its abortion restrictions, the state has seen a spike in infant mortality. 2,200 infants died in Texas last year. That's 227 more than the year before, or an 11% increase. At the same time, infant deaths caused by severe genetic and birth defects rose by 21%. And it comes after nearly a decade long decline between 2014 and 2021, infant deaths had fallen by 15%. What is next for the man found guilty of a shooting at a North Texas high school?
0: And a COVID federal policy that allowed some federal inmates to leave prison could be changing. Investigators digging into the policy here at KXAN and the federal ruling that inmates have been waiting to hear about whether they need to go back. Good morning to live look outside from Buda down south in Hayes County and an early start to your Friday morning. Hopefully you have some fun weekend plans ahead. I want to turn back to the news now and a man could spend life in prison for a shooting at a north texas high school
1: the punishment phase of timothy simpkins trial begins today a fort worth jury found him guilty of attempted murder the case is over a 2021 shooting inside manfield's timberview high school the jury deliberated nine hours before reaching its decision police and prosecutors say simpkins fired a gun during a fight in a classroom and hurt three people. His attorneys argue self-defense, saying that he feared for his life. Simpkins did not take the stand in his own defense.
0: Some people in Hayes County are under a boil water notice this morning. Due to high demand on the water systems, the West Travis County Public Utility Agency unable to maintain system pressure for some customers. According to the agency, the boil notice was issued for customers on the Highway 290 system and then also some along Hamilton Pool Road. If you are in those areas, you're going to be notified when the water is then safe to drink. She's a Barbie girl in a Barbie world and <laughs> see just how much the doll means to one Austin woman.
1: After months of searching, where a local nonprofit that helps out teachers found its permanent home.
0: Good morning. This is a live look over downtown Austin as we kick off this Friday morning. Thanks for joining us here on KXAN News Today. Maybe you have some some big weekend plans. The Barbie <laughs> Buzz building, the new movie is now in theater. But the iconic doll with her many careers, her ever-changing <laughs> style, has always meant a lot to one Austin woman.
1: A lot. KXAN's Will Dupree went to check out her vast collection of Barbies. This would be the Barbie room.
0: (laughs) Diana Harris
5: is surrounded by more than 400 Barbie dolls on display, and her full collection does not even fit in this room.
1: We're maxed out at this point. Like, I can't get one more doll in here.
5: (laughs) In total, she has more than 600 dolls, some dating back decades. Her collection began about 25 years ago, well before the current Barbie craze happening for the movie. She already bought a ticket to see that this weekend and picked up the latest dolls.
1: These are all the fashions that you see Margot Robbie and Ryan Gosling wear.
5: Barbie brings out a lot of nostalgia for Harris, who's even found all the dolls she once had as a girl. Now she keeps most of them in their boxes so that their life in plastic really can be fantastic.
1: Barbie today still has the philosophy she started with and she's grown into this diverse, Um, all-encompassing, that everyone can embrace, which I just think is wonderful.
5: Will Dupree, KXAN News.
1: Diana told us that she mostly focuses on collecting the dolls now that are part of collaborations with well-known fashion designers. Barbie's come a long way, and some may be wondering, what is all this hype that we're seeing surrounding (laughs) the movie? Well, let's tell you, for some, it's not just about the film itself. It's about what Barbie represents. So Barbie first made her debut in 1959. And since then Mattel has created 176 dolls with nine body types, 35 skin tones, 94 hairstyles. Some Barbies even have hijabs or have been described as hearing impaired or having down syndrome. Barbie has been part of cultural and political conversations for years now, letting women see themselves represented. It's it's took, you know, it took some time to get to, I think to a place where you started to make your know, see Barbies that looked like the people Mm -hmm. that you look like in the mirror. It took some time, but it's nice to see.
2: Absolutely, and even seeing her in a career that's not, you know, just like shopping around. I know when I was a kid, my (laughs) Barbies all had like shopping bags and little dogs and stuff, and now, you know, there's a journalist Barbie, there's a scientist Barbie. I love that so much. (laughs) Let me show you what's going on with your forecast here because clouds and radar not showing anything right now, and today, the only difference between what we've seen recently and what I expect this afternoon is probably going to be a few more clouds but I'll tell you what 79 degrees right now (laughs) yesterday we broke the record warm low for the day we'll be pretty close to it I don't expect to break it today but you know what the afternoon highs are in jeopardy so let's get you out the door this morning 82 is what it feels like later today expected to hit 105 you'll notice the record set last year so a lot of these records we've seen this week were just in 2022 that stands at 105 today so record tying heat with a south wind 5 to 15 I've Got good amount of sunshine up top. Your heat advisory is now in effect through 8 p.m. tonight for almost all of us. The exception, Gillespie County. Our heat indices are pretty close to our actual air temperatures. The exception being a little bit higher heat index value east of I-35. But some of these heat advisories will probably continue into the weekend because we're still going to be popping 104, 105 Saturday and Sunday. We've got a 10 percent chance uh, of an isolated storm tomorrow. We'll go 20 percent on Sunday. I'm still not convinced this is gonna be a big deal I think the cold front the boundary that's gonna be coming in from the north will potentially trigger some of these storms late tomorrow but they'll be few and far between They're not gonna be very impressive, not expecting severe weather, maybe some gusty winds, but the majority of us will stay dry. So I'm expecting those that are lucky enough to see rain to maybe pick up a 10th of an inch and that's it. So this is not gonna be a good soaking rainfall that you can open the windows and allow that rain cooled air in. That ain't it for this weekend. So I don't wanna get your hopes up. This is just a little boundary coming in with daytime heating and that high pressure shifting west that allows just a slim chance of those isolated storms. Your forecast highs, well, they're not moving a whole lot. 104 to 106 every single day, mainly sunny skies and most of us dry over the next week with overnight lows in the upper 70s to low 80s. Quiet here at home, but severe weather moved through Northern Ohio this week, leaving thousands without power. Now the storms brought high winds, big hail and plenty of rainfall. Parts of the state were even under a tornado warning during this storm. Other areas dealing with flooding. Now the high water made for difficult travel conditions in certain areas. Wind was a big issue, knocking down trees, causing damage in parts of Ohio. Trees fell onto several homes, causing extensive damage in that area. Down power lines also reported. You can just see the video, pretty powerful there. At least we're not having to clean up any sort of weather like that here at home.
1: thousands of people convicted of low-level federal crimes then released during the pandemic will not have to go back to prison a recent decision by the department of justice ends lingering uncertainty the subject of our ongoing reporting
0: and kxn investigator matt grant caught up with a man whose story gained national attention over a 20-year-old drug conviction that he is still paying for
5: It really hadn't sunk in yet, Matt.
0: Disbelief after a sentence is cut short.
3: This is Kendrick Fulton's 20th year in federal custody, serving 33 years for selling cocaine. We first met Fulton two years ago in Round Rock after he was released on home confinement as part of the CARES Act to help slow the spread of COVID in prisons. What would you say to people who feel like you shouldn't be out right now, that you should be in prison because you committed a crime
5: and you should do your sentence? You know, for the people that say you do your time, you do the crime, just look, I've done 17 years.
3: Now a judge has commuted his sentence to 25 years. With credit for time served and good behavior, Fulton, who now lives in Arlington and works full-time as a truck driver, says he'll be free at the end of the
5: year. Sky's the limit. I can actually get my own truck, you know, so I'm, I'm just excited. You know, it's been a long time, Matt. You know, I was excited about uh, great big things to come.
3: The Bureau of Prisons says more than 13,000 inmates were released to home confinement nationwide since 2020, including nearly 2,000 from Texas. A small fraction, just over 500, returned to prison for unspecified violations. A sign the experiment's working, according to Families Against Mandatory Minimums, a nonprofit advocating for sentencing reform and clemency for those
1: released. Overwhelmingly, they've done just fine crime didn't go up. There was no crime wave. The cares act home confinement program is a wild success and it should be made permanent.
3: What hasn't been permanent was a plan for those released once the pandemic ended in early 2021. The Department of Justice said those affected would be required to finish serving their sentences behind bars. By the end of that year, the DOJ reversed and said the Bureau of prisons would have discretion to keep this group on home confinement after U.S. Attorney General Merrick Garland said this. It would be a terrible policy to return uh, these people to prison after they have shown uh, that they are able to live in uh, home confinement without... Uh, violations. This April, President Biden declared the pandemic over. That same month, the DOJ issued its final ruling, allowing those released under the CARES Act to remain in home confinement for the rest of their sentence, as long as they're compliant with all conditions of supervision. For Fulton, who just turned 50 and watched his daughter graduate college, it's another welcome
5: milestone. Trouble is easy to get in, and it's hard to get out of. Through adversity, what you go through or what happens in your life don't have to define you you know, you can always get better by a situation.
3: Matt Grant, KXAN
0: investigates. Fulton's case got another look because of the First Step Act of 2018. This allows the Fair Sentencing Act of 2010, which reduces cocaine sentences, to apply retroactively.
1: Well, if you would drive a Tesla, your seatbelt may not be working properly. There's a recall for 16,000 2021 to 2023 models and X models. It's the front row seatbelt that may not be connecting properly, which could cause them to detach, of course, meaning that they don't protect people in a crash. Tesla is working to fix the broken seatbelts.
0: The path to become a major college head coach is fairly well-traveled. Often you start out as a player, you move on to being a coaching assistant, then if you're lucky, you become a head coach. University of Texas softball coach Mike White didn't follow that path. KXAN's Noah Gross follows his long and winding road to leadership. Softball coach
5: Mike White sounds a bit more
0: inviting
6: than right back. Mike White. I had a nickname uh, of meat so like basically you never got past me twice. His first love was soccer but in high school
5: also played badminton tennis, basketball, volleyball just to name a few.
6: New Zealanders take uh, the, the outlook that we want to be more of a participant than a fan. When the
5: Wellington New Zealand native came to America at age 18 to play semi-pro softball he took a job at an ice cream shop in Saginaw Michigan.
6: You know, I don't think people could understand me so I didn't last too long on the that job,
5: semi pro softball took white all over, including a stop in Fort Worth where he also worked as basically a handyman.
6: We had like four other Kiwis with us. So we go out and play tennis all day and uh, because we we didn't last too long in the job. I think they caught us sleeping a few times on the job.
5: White was approached from a team in Iowa about pitching for them, which he did, but he really wanted to get his degree to work toward his goal of one day owning his own business. So he attended Kirkwood Community College and then Mount Mercy College where he played golf. Now he still plays golf with other Texas coaches Edric Florial and Vic Schaefer. Is that
6: competitive like you three? Or three? <laughs> you bet. <laughs> it's without a doubt. I mean, uh, I mean, we don't care about the money. It's just who gets to win, who gets to pay the other person. You know.
5: Working jobs in retail and other fields outside of softball, White's learned a lot that he still carries with him.
6: Five percent of the people are you know, going to have a lot of noise to make and. I get the same issue here with with coaching There's 5% that don't like what I do.
5: A long route to get to Austin. That's certainly taught him a thing or two along the way. Noah Gross, KXAN News. Really just understand
0: it. An NBA legend is now part of a legendary NFL franchise. Magic Johnson is the new in the new ownership group that's taken over the Washington Commanders. The Today Show's Craig Melvin sat down for an exclusive one-on-one interview with Johnson and asked how he planned to move the team beyond the scandals it experienced under previous ownership.
2: You know, there have been a lot of reports about the previous regime, the toxic workplace Mm -hmm. culture, the exploitation of of cheerleaders, just depending on who you talk to, it was not the best place to play or work.
1: How do you fix that? How do you turn
6: that around? Craig, that's a great question. Well, first of all, you have to uh, let the employees know that you respect them, and it will be a safe place to work. And we want you to have a winning attitude, too. See, the owners just can't have a winning attitude. It's got to trickle down to the employees, and then it's got to trickle down to the coaches and trickle down to the players. So if we respect them, they will respect us and go through the wall for us.
3: Thanks for joining KXAN News today. You can also listen to KXAN News Nightly every weekday after 5.30 p.m. for in-depth coverage on what matters most to you.